Hello and welcome to the Crystal Men. I'm Jim. And I am Tom. And today we're going to be talking about episode 11 of Steven Universe, uh, yeah. Arcade Mania. By the way, I forgot to say, we're Steven Universe Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> it's the thing we do, so uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, I forget every time. But um, so uh, just to clarify, uh, this episode is coming out a little late. Because the original recording of the episode that we did uh, with a guest, <laughs> unfortunately, there were so many technical issues that the audio sounded really wonky, and you couldn't really understand one of us, so I felt like, not the yeah. best thing to put out there. You know, we don't want to make your ears bleed, so. So yeah, this is technically our second recording doing this, which, I mean, we already did that for episode one, <laughs> so. <laughs> What's it hurt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, mean, I mean, hurt. just with the whole you know situation going on right now it makes everything a lot more difficult because we can't record in person with each other either so eventually we'll get to the point where we can and that'll be super nice oh it'll be so much easier <laughs> uh, <laughs> life will life will be grand all right so yeah uh, without much further ado uh oh the one last thing i wanted to say a little ha- up, uh, housekeeping upkeeping whatever uh i might i still have the audio files for the original recording of this and I think I might release them in some way or another. Maybe I'll release it as like a bonus on YouTube with just like a little disclaimer saying, hey, the audio here kind of sucks. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's interested in that, I guess just let me know. Yeah, potential little bonus. All right. Yes. So you ready to uh, dive in? Let's talk about Meat Beat Mania. <laughs> Best episode of Steven Universe. <laughs> um, I... After watching this episode again, so I've either seen this episode two or three times in the past <laughs> week to a few weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, I'm really not like, I think it's one of the weaker ones that we've seen. And I not, like, a terribly really agree. Way, but... I don't know. It's just, especially, you know, we're coming off of some pretty, pretty top episodes uh, recently before we had to re-record this. So uh, just by comparison, uh, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's a fine episode. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> it is totally fine. Yeah, I I don't want to sound like a little negative Nancy over here, but yeah, I guess we should just go through it though. Sure. Yeah. So uh, you know, we start out. Uh, the gems are in some cave, uh, searching for. I believe it's just called the the, the cave creature, um, and mm. Stephen is being super loud because he has his pink jacket that is a. Uh, swooshing uncontrollably and pearl is quite annoyed at that uh, it's like one of those like um a, like ridged puffy jackets i don't know if they have a name but they're really nice and warm it's that like like north face kind of looking yeah. jacket um and we actually see him wear that jacket like every winter after this which i think is really neat oh wow i didn't <laughs> i didn't realize that because i thought it was kind of funny that like the, to me another, another thing that this episode's kind of weird is like it doesn't really like have a real like bookends kind of quality to it it just kind of like has like an intro sequence and then like an ouch like the ending sequence is like the entire arcade so yeah yeah that's a I don't really know. good point but i don't know uh so yeah they're in this cave trying to hunt this this boy steven's making a making it quite loud because he apparently decided the to need to wear that jacket uh and then he despite, falls despite uh also wearing sandals too, yeah which yeah. i think is funny <laughs> i hate 
flip-flops. Like, they are so uncomfortable for me, <laughs> and I can never, like, walk properly in them. So I have no clue how, uh... Well, I guess that's why he falls, actually, so... <laughs> well, I love flip-flops. I am team flip-flops, uh, for sure. Slides. I wear them constantly. Fun fact about me, so... Uh, I wear them so much, in fact, that... And I've been outside a lot lately... There is a uh, very clear tan line on my foot of where my flip flops. <laughs> is there actually? Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll send you a feet pic later, Tom. Oh, please do. It uh, actually is really funny, and it looks really silly. <laughs> and I will I will put you on what is that like celeb feet? Wiki feet. Wiki feet. I'll put you on Wiki feet. <laughs> I hate that Wiki feet had to come up on this podcast. <laughs> you know, it's not a Steven Universe podcast if Wiki feet doesn't come up like five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah so uh steven falls and garnet rescues him at the bottom uh because she has future vision even though we don't know about it yet mm-hmm. um and then the monster appears and the animation of garnet attacking this monster is good like don't get me wrong um yeah it's great yeah yeah but uh she defeats the monster and uh lets the parasites escape for some reason yeah, I I really do I, I really do love this little animation cut of her. There specifically her like deflecting all of like the tentacles. Oh yeah, uh, it just looks really cool. It looks very anime in a good in a good way. Not in like a because most of the time anime is just like people standing still and their mouth flaps are moving. But sure, yeah, but <laughs> you know you know anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like. They do do a good job of, of making this particular moment stand out compared to the rest of the episode, too. Like, the animation, just, it differs a bit in a way that I'm not capable of <laughs> properly expressing. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, it, it's 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 very fluid and nice. It's really um, cool, too. We get, like, this one scene where she's running up towards the monster and it's shooting tentacles at her. And it's, like, from behind her. And it's just also a really cool scene. Like, I've been watching a lot of cartoons lately. <laughs> uh, I've been watching particularly uh, Adventure Time and OKKO, OK along with, obviously, we do Steven Universe podcast, if you yeah. haven't heard. Uh, and I'm always really impressed when they take the camera in a, a really interesting place. And you see it a lot with, like, later Adventure Time. They start to get really creative with how they frame shots. And because, like, the main character... Both the main characters are basically just, like, tube-shaped. Yeah. So you can get really creative with what angles you film them at and how you portray them at certain angles. So it's really cool in this episode. We do see some some fun stuff with Garnet. There is a little bit of a, a weirdness uh, with Garnet, I think, with the way that she moves her arms while she's dancing. But I yeah. think it's also supposed to kind of be funny. Well, I, I, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, a little uncanny, I think. Um, but that's a good point. I mean... When you consider that it's all, you know, animated by hand, but they have to kind of consider the the angles a- as if it was like a live camera. It's just, I don't yeah. know, it's something I never really considered, but that's a that's an excellent point that you can really kind of play a, around with that. Yeah, kind of a tangent, but I actually had a conversation with one of my friends, very close friend of mine, years and years ago. Well, not that long ago, like we were in college and he was actually... Uh, I mean, he, he's a year older than I am, so he's even, he, he should even be more mature, if you think about it. But <laughs> I was talking with him about, because at the time, obviously, 
and still I'm very into animation and anime. And I was explaining to him about like, I think it was something like really obviously like Kino, like, uh, like a Miyazaki movie. I was talking about like Spirited Away or something. And I was talking about like the direction of it. And he was like, dumbfounded like he was like making fun of me he's like yeah you're acting like there's a camera there like that they're being filmed it's like they nope. kind of are they are i mean like from an animation perspective yeah you have to kind of have that envisionment to uh, and it's the difference between making a a, a, a flat scene and I, I, it, you know an example that i think uh did it wrong at first but started to get better um you know the Dragon Prince on uh, Netflix? Yeah, I only ever watched the first episode, so I I never saw more of it. I watched the first season, and I think, like... See, they had the benefit of it being, like, computer-generated. So mm-hmm. you think you would utilize that to kind of have more diverse action scenes and, you know exactly like play around with the angles and move the camera yeah move you, the camera keep a fluid yeah. shot uh they really didn't and like it just came off to me as as boring and flat for a lot of um oh that's a shame a lot of particular like combat moments especially i mean you know dialogue between characters is one thing you really just keep it focused on the two of them or you know multiple but the combat was as kind of a big letdown for that reason when you compare it to you know, I mean, the creators were part of Avatar, Avatar The Last right? Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was like night and day. Uh, they started to get it together for the second season, I thought. Like, they, I think they really took fan criticism to heart. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just it, it, it makes or breaks a show. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's everything, but it's, it's such a background detail that you wouldn't really consider. Yeah, and... To to this episode's credit, I think there's a lot of little bits. Like there were a lot of little details in this episode, especially when I was rewatching it that I caught that I thought was really impressive. Like a lot of these little moments that they didn't need to put in, but they're the way that they're included is a really good transition between scenes. And like the one I'm thinking of right now is jumping ahead to when Pearl and Amethyst are fighting all the little parasite things. Uh, Pearl summons her sword. And it goes in from like a close up of her gem to like um, it like the camera like pulls up and we see her sword form. And then like I think the screen flashes and then we go to her and Amethyst posing with their weapons. And it was just like, uh, I don't know, I just really like little details like that. Like they could have just had her poof her her little sword and then pose. But it's not a sword, it's a spear. Sorry. Yeah, I know. But but yeah, just the kind of have that fluid motion from start to finish makes it. But yeah, uh, so yeah, moving forward though, uh, they celebrate their victory by having Steven take them to Funland Arcade against their will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And so Steven just had coins in his jacket the whole time, huh? Which, okay, so this scene actually kind of brought up some confusion to me when I rewatched it. Uh, I do love that Steven has the coins. That's a very funny gag. But uh, so when they're approaching the arcade... The sun, it looks like the sun is rising uh, as, like, there, there's a whole, like, little thing where, like, the sun rises up on the characters as Steven, like, gets ready to flash the coins and then the reflection of the sun makes it really bright. Yeah. Uh, and then the ne- we see them leaving when it's nighttime out. So I'm not sure if we're supposed to interpret that they spent the entire day in the arcade. 
but that adds like a level of humor <sighs> does it think it's funny <laughs> especially me? considering they none of them really wanted to be there too yeah because like the only the only way it could be is like is it's either sunset or sundown and i don't think it's sun sorry wait no this is the same thing <laughs> the, sun, it's either... Either, the sun's either going down or it's setting yeah <laughs> no it's either sunrise or sunset and like the way that the, the the light is hitting the characters it looks to be sunrise but then it's night when they leave well they leave garnet there yeah and then they return and it's like it feels like the next day has begun yeah no it's definitely next morning when they return um, so they just left her there and i guess mr smiley just has like a 24-hour arcade dude it's the boardwalk the boardwalk never closes <laughs> it's 20, not true 24 <laughs> 7 every boardwalk Mr. Smiley just lives and he sleeps behind the counter between shifts, I guess. I mean, I I do have to assume that Mr. Smiley has, like, a loft in the back that he just... That's his house. I don't know. He's always there. But, no, yeah, like... Now you got me wondering if it was morning or evening. We have to analyze it frame by frame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, regardless, I love them in the arcade, especially Pearl because it's she just, really funny it's just it's, really good it's a it's a perfect pearl gag she just does not understand being a bad driver which yeah so again uh early on we get a couple of like uh clear indications that pearl has learned how to drive but yes but when and from whom because <laughs> that would have been a really funny flashback episode like pearl in like the 1980s taking like a driver's test or something yeah <laughs> i mean i guess pearl can build like a rocket ship from small miscellaneous junk in a shed so <laughs> driving's true. probably nothing for her but yeah just just a just a funny bit which i appreciate and then the best bit of all meat beat mania love mm-hmm. that name <laughs> it's really funny i I can't remember i I wrote it down last time i think the game that or the company that made it's called carpcom yes yeah you did say that Uh, there's a lot of little funny gags and like of course these are a lot of references to like real games like uh there's kind of like a tester strength game that garnet just like punches really hard and breaks (laughs) it she breaks the uh like street fighter-esque game uh just by punching it which is it's funny uh this is really like the first real garnet episode we get where like most of the plot is about garnet i yeah. think i mean at least more so garnet than steven because we've had like we had the episode where it was garnet and steven in the pyramid yeah um but i think this is like the first one that it's yeah, like the majority of the focus is on her um she's just you know i they leave because uh, Mr. Smiley saw all the arcade machines smashed, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And, yeah, so it's it's like nighttime then. And then the next time it cuts, it's the Pearl, Amethyst, and Steven at the house. And then they're, like, kind of joking. They have this whole weird scenario where Garnet has, like, gone off on a solo mission to fight a foot. Uh, which is, like, it's kind of a funny gag, but it's also, I don't know. A little weird. It's a little irrelevant. More, more foot references to this podcast. Wait, wait. What part is this? Uh, when they when they leave Garnet at the to like play Meat Beat Mania and mm-hmm. they they leave the arcade, uh, it's part when Steven is eating cereal, and Amethyst is like, 
I, I don't remember who says it. I think Steven's like, uh, Garnet has, she's got to go fight like a, a monster, like a foot or something. And then uh, they speculate about why Garnet's not there. And Pearl mentions how Garnet goes on a lot of solo missions, which we do see later. I I feel like I'm not remembering that in this episode. I didn't watch it like right before we got on for this uh-huh. one because I watched it, you know, a couple days ago. But I don't remember that part with the foot for some reason. It's really, it's just kind of, kind of more of a joke and like to transition between uh, like time passing. So Garnet's been there. But so yeah, basically that whole thing happens and they're like, all right, uh, Steven's going to go back and, and meet with Garnet. And then as he's doing that, uh, all of the little parasite drills from before show up and start attacking him, uh, Garnet and Pearl, or sorry, Amethyst and Pearl. And uh, I really like their designs a lot. They're very simple. Like, they're little sea stars. Yeah. Well, but they, it... uh, just, they, the way they, like, kind of morph into a drill and just go straight at you is really fun, I think, for, like, a monster. Yeah, it's a fun part two of a boss enemy. Yeah. And, you know, it keeps that kind of simple geometric shape um, mentality and everything because it's just, you know, star shapes. I mean, that. Uh, I don't know how geometric that could be considered, but uh, mm. that is nice on that end. Uh, yeah, and Steven goes in, and Garnet is still playing Meat Beat Mania, and our favorite character, Onion, is there now, too. Oh, and uh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think we mentioned it now, but you mentioned it before, so I think we need to mention it. Uh, this is where Onion gets the moped. Yes, yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he has enough tickets. And he gets the moped. And something you said before was that the moped shows up a lot. And I'd never noticed that. So we will I'm absolutely keeping my eyes peeled out now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i like 89% positive we will see the moped <laughs> multiple times. Um, And then, yeah, because we learned like two or three episodes later that he got all of the tickets by... Um, cheating. By cheating, cheating and opening Stealing. the machines. Yeah. He literally steals, uh, which is hilarious. Just that—that's a good onion bit. That's a good onion bit. Not, yeah, you know, five episodes of onion, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So Stephen, oh yeah, and then uh, Stephen tries to get Garnet's attention, and she is just too transfixed on the arcade machine. So he kind of like um, removes her shades to, uh, you know get her eyes focused and then he sees the third eye for the first time yeah and this is uh it's funny because like going back to it it's kind of just like i know that she has this so it doesn't really feel like a a special thing yeah but the way it's done the reveal is like pretty shocking i think it's got kind of like a shocking feel and just uh kind of to tie this in with like her whole future vision thing I think this is a really clever implementation and like a really clever way to introduce her third eye because we know that it, it is tied to the future vision yeah. and the game that she's playing specifically like, and this is my like total head cannon. Uh, it could just be that she's very good at the game, but if to me, it's like she's using her future vision to read the future moves in the game and is like, she's kind of caught in like a feedback loop where yeah. she's just, watching the game and then doing the actions and watching the game doing the actions and i think it's kind of funny uh not to like go on too much of a rant but in 
arcades and arcade games are designed to be super hard, but also they have like this kind of endless uh, quality to them because they want you to keep just putting more and more quarters in. But because she's not losing, she's just reaching this like maximum impossible <laughs> game state, which is a fun like play on that. That that is really my my. After you said that the the first time, I was like, that is my perfect headcanon. Yeah, that she's kind of stuck in this future turned uh, immediate present loop just to beat it. But yeah, it's just <laughs> it's an endless game, so she's endlessly playing. Um, Garnet really feels like she's a big picture kind of character, like. She she seems like she understands uh, how to keep Steven safe and like the best ways to raise Steven, but f- put in like a micro managey kind of situation where she needs to focus on like one small task. It seems like she just her abilities are not suited for it. It's just kind of uh, hun- like getting her stuck in this repetitive cycle. Yeah. And we do like kind of see that come to fruition throughout the series. I mean. Under under particularly like stressful situations that she can't immediately predict, you know, like what X is going to lead to Y, which is going to lead to Z. She does kind yeah. of stress and freak out and doesn't have a direct answer, um, which you know you would assume someone with future vision could find the optimal path. But I, I think that's a great way to uh, to kind of explain that in the sense that yeah, she's much better with the the macro scale over the micro individual moment by moment kind of basis um yeah and then steven tries to play this game (laughs) (laughs) uh and this is uh he gets frustrated and pulls the machine out to try to get her to uh snap out of it which i mean you know like a little indication of him uh being a strong boy uh yeah i mean i definitely couldn't lift up uh, bolted metal pieces i mean i could but like i'm you know <laughs> i'm like herculean <laughs> you do lift every day i do i lift things up and put them down <laughs> uh no yet yeah. so because there's we get like specific moments tailored to them talking about steven's strength in the series but i feel like there's a lot of just little things that you could write off of as just being like a cartoon moment, but I think that they kind of planned to use it to kind of subtly show Steven's strength. Like, I'm sure they could have had like a random character pull this off and you, the audience would have just been like, oh, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's it's a, a cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this show in particular wouldn't necessarily do that. And it just, it would, you know, it, it's a good way to, uh, to start planting seeds early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and I know this is a little jumping ahead a bit, but we already did the episode uh, Too Many Birthdays or So Many Birthdays, whatever yeah. it's called. And that one's another one that like plants these seeds of like Stephen trauma, like real yes. early on that Oof. does eventually come to fruition, like if it, at least like acknowledged by the show. Yeah, well, and it definitely is a personality changing moment for him that you know one of many that start to add up but i think that's definitely one of the moments that like transitions him into being more serious and uh aware of the need to get his powers under control at the very least Mm-hmm. but yeah and he he does the game and he does it badly 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I do love, uh, and we didn't really talk about it here um, yet, at least, which I'm going to bring up now, is I love the design of this game. And when he jumps into the game, uh, like... I don't know, like, there's a lot of really cute elements to it, like, the game, like, we were talking about, like, he picks up the grate, and it's shaped up, like, it's shaped like a grill, um, the controllers are obviously, like, Garnet has, like, two huge ham, uh, or, like, uh, what do you call that, like, ham butts, Steven has two chickens, and I like that the characters are, like, when Steven joins in, it's like an egg that cracks open and a chicken, it's just cute, it's really <laughs> it's, cute. You, there's so many, first of all, I would play the shit out of that game in an arcade Oh, totally. Um, I loved, uh, like, Dance Dance Revolution games like that. Whenever you could actually get on the machine. But <laughs> I loved them, too. I still have, like, the PlayStation 2 uh, really crappy mats for the game. Oh, my God. I would go through those so quick. We actually... There was, like, a third-party uh, company that would make... It was Basically, it was, like, a foam pad. So you would... Uh put the pad together like it's like a puzzle piece so you put like the pad pieces together and then you'd slide the the mat over it and there were many summers where we could like we would uh go around to like my uncle's house down the shore a lot mm-hmm. we'd bring that every time we'd always play ddr i like it was <laughs> lost <so> weight <laughs> no seriously i mean it was a workout like yeah I, I lost like i probably lost like 10 pounds one summer just playing ddr <laughs> so much <laughs> that's awesome uh, I miss it. I wish I had that now. I need to roll it back out. I don't know if those mats would even work anymore. <laughs> uh, I'd be dubious of it. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to beat uh, Dark Souls on the DDR pad. <laughs> I think someone did. Someone did, and it's absurd. It's that is... real crazy. It's like next level brains. Too much Too much for me. I got too many other things to do. Um, yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, Steven snaps Garnet out of it, and she immediately goes to fight the the drill bits, and Steven goes out to get ready to help, and Mr. Smiley's like, mm-mm, you are paying for these boys, <laughs> because he did, to be fair, uh, break four machines, so. Yeah, it is. it definitely is Steven's fault that they're broken, even though, I mean, like, he he should know better yeah. than to bring the gems to the, the arcade. Poor, I mean... Stephen like slowly ruins Mr. Smiley's life throughout the series. <laughs> it's true. Like there's one episode where like he re- reunites him with a friend, but like he causes so much destruction to his that poor man's property. Yeah, and I don't know, like maybe I'm like cold-hearted against Mr. Smiley, but I don't really have like very much affection for Mr. Smiley as oh, a no, character. Oh no, I definitely don't like him either, but just the fact maybe it's that... just because he's mean to steven in, in a few times like this maybe but like i get it <laughs> i mean i would be pissed <laughs> totally <laughs> if i was in that situation i'd be the exact same way but i don't know i just i just don't like him that, his character is just not that interesting his legs creep me out too his uh, shorts <laughs> i know it's, it's a little gross but uh <laughs> Oh my god, that episode with the... We'll get to that later, but that episode with his puppet partner... Was that the Future Boy Zoltar? Mm-hmm. Zoltan, whatever? That episode was, like, probably one of my least favorite... Like, when I was watching it, I was like, this actually sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i very interested to reach that one again, because I was very negative when I initially watched oh, that one. same here. I mean, like, most bad Steven Universe episodes are still, 
like good or okay. Oh yeah. But that one, I just thought was awful. Yeah, it really just didn't do it for me, and I don't know if maybe it's going to be interesting to look back on it when we reach it, <laughs> probably in like two years. Uh, but I remember maybe it might have been like there were a bunch of there had been a bunch of towny episodes before, and I was like, okay, when are we going to get some actual gem shit? And then it was just like another one that was bad, and I was just really negative. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lull. Uh, like some little lulls in there and i think that was part of one of it but yeah uh garnet's eyes were very pretty by the way um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's it that's really the episode that's the episode like nothing really crazy happened i mean we saw garnet's eyes and um kind of this idea of a tease for future vision but we're not like and i think this is a really cool transition into like garnet has some very weird powers yeah and we're not going to explain them yet but we'll find them out soon and yeah i mean they they really do kind of showcase her being able to have the best response time of any of the group right now which you know planning the seeds for future vision but i like if i was watching this um having never watched this series i don't know if like i would catch on just yet yeah it would just kind of uh be a little weird maybe yeah like i like, would i would know that something's up but i don't i don't i mean i definitely didn't catch on to the future vision just yet um when i first watched it but like even watching i don't know i just don't think i would get it but i'm also kind of dumb so <laughs> <laughs> You're not that dumb. Links. There's a... <laughs> I have a couple other just, like, kind of scattered thoughts. Go for it, uh, right? So, I'm kind of negative. Maybe I'm coming down a little too hard just because I'm upset that our original recording got fucked. <laughs> yeah, and uh, sorry, guys. I mean, yeah, maybe that'll happen later, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, But, so, the... I just really don't like how the entire last act takes place inside the arcade. Like... It's just Steven, like, trying and failing, like, doing the same thing over and over and failing. And I feel like this could have just been, like, uh, I don't know, like, could have been trimmed up a bit. Like, we didn't need him to fail so many times. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. I It, it was, I mean, just from a, uh, like, a scenery standpoint, it was, it was pretty boring. I mean. Yeah. The arcade is... You know, it looks like an arcade, but... And it's fun when we get, like, the wide shots where we can see that, like, all these games are there and it's really exciting, but just when it's it's just Garnet, like, waving her arms around maniacally, it just kind of gets, like, a little samey. I will yeah. do. I will say, though, um, to give, like, a, a really good little detail that I feel wouldn't be really... It's not super, like, important, but I love the music of the game, the Meat Beat Mania game, and when Steven fails, like, the music loops, like, in a very particular way. Like, it always begins, like, the little um, track again. And it's just, I don't know, It's there's something very satisfying about how they edit that audio. I, I feel like it was based on a specific, like, musical track from one of the, like, the, the beat games. But I, I can't 
I mean, I, I can't pin it in particular, but I feel like they definitely took some, um, not so much parody, but they took some inspiration from, like, the, the traditional Capcom games for this. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. the title and, you know, Carpcom, but, like, even when it comes to, like, the musical elements of it. Also, you know, while we were talking, I just kind of thought about this, because, like, early in the episode, they mentioned they don't have any money. And do we ever get, like, a true explanation of, like, how they built that house for Steven? <laughs> like, wasn't it, was it built by, um, Greg? Was it, like, the whole house? I thought, I remember there being, like, was it in the I don't pilot know what that episode this is in. Um, but I remember there being like a scene where we see the temple and there's like a time lapse of the house being built. And I thought it was like Greg that built it because it was like he knew that Steven was going to live there with the gems. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I, I don't remember. I mean, that's something that I'm sure, you know, we'll find out one way or another. But I just don't remember. I mean. Like, and it would kind of make sense because like Greg lives such a frugal life and he does own a business. So, I mean, I'm assuming that he had before he became a uh, multimillionaire, he yeah. did have some dosh, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, when you're living in a van, your expenses kind of are kept to a minimum. So, I, I mean, I'm yeah, everything probably goes to Steven, but just found that interesting. Like, that's, cause that's a pretty nice house. Like I would live there. Oh, it's gorgeous. And of course, obviously, having the big gem statue behind it is is nice. Oh, yeah. And in future, they just he just kind of adds a uh, a greenhouse to the top, huh? Yeah, it's which I think is really cool. And I want that in my house. <sighs> Me too. I need to start growing more plants. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a uh, like plotting of what i'm gonna do next year for for growing my garden outside because i've already kind of set for this year yeah when it's also I... pretty late in the growing season yeah oh well sure but yeah next year i'm gonna try to go all out on it i really i i like growing fruit so i really want like more bushes like blackberry and raspberry yeah. bushes i have a, a good chunk now but <laughs> yeah, my um, some little pests have been getting into my blueberry bushes and picking clean some of my blueberries. Mm, gotta murder them. Which is just like no. dumb. They're stupid because these blueberries are still super, super tart. That's so the they're thing, getting like, these tart ass blueberries. Listen, I'm happy to share with some of the forest critters. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but yeah, like wait until they're at least ripe. Yeah, for real. Come on, guys. Come on idiots <laughs> yes yeah, steven universe <laughs> yeah just, i'm really reaching there just wasn't that much to talk say. about this episode if we're being honest i mean i don't remember how long the first one was but it, this was just a very eh, episode well the problem was it was much longer because we got into a bunch of really interesting discussions <sighs> i don't remember the discussions but damn it <laughs> the first episode was way better I know. This is a bit of a bummer. I mean, sometimes these things happen, so they're a little yeah. unavoidable. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I hope that uh, you enjoyed this episode, dear viewer. Yes. Uh, and I, I like, can promise you the next one is much better. <laughs> is the audio for the next one okay? Oh, yeah. It sounds great. Okay, perfect. 
Well, then, everyone, you'll just have to wait until then. I guess we'll just keep this one a shorter episode of 35 minutes. Hey, that's totally fine. Yeah. There's no need to just, like, bore people talking about For gardening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you guys want a gardening podcast, and then we're your people. Yeah, Stephen's Gardenverse. Stephen Garden Quartz de Mayo Reginald V. All right. Well, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, once again, I'm Tom. And I'm Jim. And you can follow us on Twitter. We are Twitter at The Crystal Men. That's it. Yes. It's that simple. At The Crystal Men. Boom. Uh, yeah. And so follow us there. I posted our gemsonas that I've drawn. Mm. Uh a lot of fun to look at those and imagine them standing next to your favorite Steven Universe characters like Lars uh, and uh, Petey. And... Oh, Petey. Don't even get me started. Sadie, <laughs> Onion, the whole crew. <laughs> All my favorite Steven Universe <laughs> characters. Can you please, please draw draw <laughs> our gemstones next to like the, our top five least favorite characters? <laughs> oh, oh, that would yeah, be I'll so funny. I'll try and squeeze it in. Gang's all here. Uh, uh, yeah, but so uh, if you can follow us on pretty much any other podcasting app. Yes. Uh, we do post also to YouTube, which YouTube is the nicest area uh, because it adds a place for you to subscribe and also comment and like. A lot of interaction on there. Mm-hmm. Hit us with all those things. And it is appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, like the two of you that are still listening right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, um, and yeah, tune in next week for Giant Woman. Mm, that uh, was a good we one. have on uh, our, our friend Never Paint. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> I can say that because we already recorded that good. one. Good, <laughs> yeah. And he came prepared too. I was very, I was very impressed. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, everybody, look forward to that. And until then, we will uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.